Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to MedterraCBD.com and enter discount code BigMXRadio15 upon Check out and save 15% every single time you buy anything at medterracbd.com. You can also go over to patchedmx.com and enter discount code BIGMX15 to save 15% off every single one of your purchases. And while you're on the internet, you're, you're scrolling around, you're doing your thing, might as well pop on over to lapkingracing.com. Those guys are amazing. They put the fun back and going fast, and uh, they've got a GPS system. You can put on your helmet, you can log your lap times, you can see where you're improving or or where you're getting slower or when you're getting uh, your fatigued or something along those lines. You can track all your lap times. doesn't matter if it's your backyard track or if it's a, a AMA national track or even a, uh, a Canadian national track. You can map it out and know exactly how fast or how slow you're going around that track with uh, lapkingracing.com. And uh, you can enter discount code BIGMX15 to save 15% with lapkingracing.com. I am your host. Brad Gebhardt with us on the line. He is a repeat offender. He's a fantastic motocross athlete, and he might be in the next heavy metal hairband that uh, comes across the airwaves, or he might just be in the the privateer pits near you. He's Zane Merritt. Zane, how's it going? What's up, Brad? Just getting uh, getting back situated back at home, and uh, it's been a little bit of off time. There you know, a little bit of off time to uh, to rest, recoup, and recharge after uh, twelve straight rounds of of AMA motocross. Uh, a successful season for you, an eventful season for you, and uh, um, I, I gotta think that uh, when you look back at the 2019 outdoor season, uh, you're, you'll probably smile about most of it. There's there's some highlights, there's some lowlights, but I think overall, uh, you made some serious noises last year. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Um... You know, it's part of uh, highs and lows are part of our sport. Um, I definitely, I achieved a lot. You know, I got a couple private tier. I got the Wolf Monster private tier award. I got the Southern Maryland Dirt Rider private tier award. Um, so it was an amazing year for sure. Um, I think that out of three rookies, I think that I was, we were probably second or third or not. Uh, yeah, we were like second out of the three rookies that, um, had some of the best results, and uh, we were super consistent. So that's highs. That's the highs for sure. Absolutely, you you uh, definitely showed some serious skill. You passed some guys on factory equipment. Uh, came back from bad starts. Made some uh, made some moves early, and uh, and ran up uh, near close to the front in some motos as well. You also battled back from injury, which is something that uh, not all. Uh, motocross racers are gifted with some guys uh, uh, fold up the shop early uh, and some guys stay out there and continue to spin the laps and they can uh, uh, put the, the the pain in the back of their mind you're one of those guys what is it about your mental strength that allows you to uh, basically take a situation where you're not firing on all cylinders you're dealing with an illness or an uh, ailment and you're still able to uh, to deliver on weekends yeah I think it's uh Ever since I was younger, I just me and my dad. It's always just been me and my dad, and the mentality's always just been never to give up. And so I got the heart for the sport, and I got the heart and the dedication. And and I know that if I if I've spent all this time and this effort working and trying to be the best I can, and and one little injury or one accident stops me 
from um, going racing and I'm just going to figure out a way and tell myself I could push through it and get through it and then regroup and rest up during the week if, if that takes it to um, not even riding at all that week then, then I don't ride but we're going to no matter what we show up on the weekends and the mentality is 100% we're ready to go racing and we did the best we could uh, after that pretty gnarly crash in Millville. No doubt. So let's talk about this practice, this, this crash in Millville. Obviously took you out of that particular moto. Uh, some, maybe not stitches, but some glue was needed to uh, put your head back together. Uh, we talked only about a week after that. You were still feeling some symptoms there. And that basically held you back for the remainder of the season. Not out of, not keeping you out of motos, but I think definitely hampered your abilities and, uh, just your overall, um, like your, that, that ceiling at which you're able to perform at was definitely hampered by the fact that uh, you dealt with some symptoms uh, of, of post-concussion issues and uh, you were still able to battle through it. But I think that did sort of kind of put a cap on uh, what you were able to achieve weekend and week out. And uh, I understand that you probably weren't also doing some uh, a whole lot of riding during the week uh, to stay sharp. Yeah, no, it did. Uh, it did bother me quite a bit. Um, I thought that uh, we were just going to be able to just push through it, but... You know, the first week, like the first week after, I didn't ride at all. I took a whole week off, and then we just lined up that weekend at Washougal, and it really bothered me there. And then um, there was a weekend off after Washougal, so we rested another week, and I did some surfing, and then um, just kind of got my got my head out of moto just for a minute and just kind of relaxed. And then um, we lined up at Unadilla. And Bud's Creek both, and I just kind of, the second motos, I was having problems. First moto, out of both of those, I remember I fell. Um, I was running good, but then I fell and tried to work from the back of the pack. Still made quite a bit of passes, but they just weren't the results that I've been looking for. I've been um, so consistently in the top 20 that those results kind of bummed me out, and I know that's not where I belong. I know I belong more up front, and um, scoring some points, so... There you go, scoring points, and uh, you, you did score a number of points this year, maybe uh, perhaps not enough for uh, a, a national number, uh, but uh, have you tallied those up? And I, I know Dan Truman is usually pretty early on uh, the prediction on, on where numbers end up. He, he usually releases uh, a prediction or where he calculates where that to be. Uh, do you know where you're sitting and uh, and what you needed to get roughly to, to get a number? Um, so we've, we've actually been looking, uh, at all the numbers this year and we added up some supercross stuff and some outdoor stuff. So we're looking at, um, we're looking at high nineties for my number for supercross. I believe I scored enough points to get a, uh, a main number because, okay. um, there's, there's just like a certain amount that we beat with the pro points. And then the guys that beat me, uh, they have more than me. But majority of the guys already beat me. Already have a two-digit number, so they, right. you know what I mean. They already have a number, so um, I believe that. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing that I'll be like probably like 97 to 90, 94 to 97 coming into Supercross. So, and even if I don't have a two-digit number, I'm actually totally fine with that because I'm still a rookie. Um, not too many rookies go into Supercross with a two-digit number. That is true. Uh, that is absolutely true. I hope that you get number 95 because that's my number and we can share that we can both be on, uh, on orange bikes with 95 and maybe I can even get a jersey signed or something like that. And maybe they'd just be sending us both 95 fly jerseys and that would just be, uh, the way to do it. 
Um, this was your first season wearing fly racing gear. Uh, you were wearing a competing brand uh, prior to the season starting. Uh, what was the switch like for you? You basically went from being one brand completely to uh, being fly, basically head to ankle, I suppose. You are wearing Garnets on your feet, I believe. Um, what was that uh, transition like for you, and what did you like about the fly gear? Um, I, uh, I'm still, I still, I wear Garnet boots and yeah. uh, I still have a pro deal with, uh, bell helmets, uh, one more year. Right. Okay. That. But, but, uh, the switch went really good. Um, I've worn fly before I went with, I uh, used to go with Max and stuff back in the day on Supernies. So those guys over there are family. Um, they treat me really good. They have some awesome gear. Um, I love the kinetic mesh. I love all their gear, but the kinetic mesh is my favorite just because the airflow is so good. It, it's unreal. If you if you don't have a pair, you got to get a pair just so you know how good the uh, flow is. Because I mean, out in the outdoor seasons, out in the outdoor season when it's 105 degrees outside, the heat index is 108.9. You know, it's nice to have that breeze through your gear. So um, the switch was super nice. Uh, everything fits awesome and super comfortable. Fair enough. So, um, and I'm glad to hear that, man. I like Fly Gear. I've been running uh, a, a number of different brands over the years, but I always seem to come back to Fly uh, just uh, on performance. But uh, you'd mentioned that you were dealing with some the concussion system, concussion symptoms. Maybe I'm dealing with concussion symptoms. Uh, but throughout the last three rounds of the series, maybe the last four rounds of the series, um, and that held you back big time. And I would totally agree with that. Um, how hard was it? that way like to have the results you were having and not go out and make a, a post on social media basically divulging what exactly you're dealing with as well as having fans of not only this show but also the Pulp MX show probably coming up to you on weekends who are like not only encouraging you but also sort of asking you like man what happened what's what's going on with your results right now because I'm sure that uh, with the, the the popularity of this show as well as with Steve's show, uh, you're on the radar of a whole lot more people than you were uh, coming into the season. And with that, uh, not only comes with a lot of uh, uh, curiosity, but uh, more than a few uh, Pulp Mex fantasy players that are looking to maybe pick you that are uh, um, a little bit more uh, interested in your in, in your results. Uh, how hard was it to not bo- just come out and be like, "Yo, I'm 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 really hurting right now." Um. I had, so, to be honest, I had a couple people at Washougal and Unadilla both. Um, at Washougal, they said, hey, how you feeling? You know, you um, you have a super high handicap since you DNF that last moto. And I just sure told them, I said, this is the first, you know, we're just trying to deal with it and get through this weekend. So, um, you know, I don't know. I obviously don't know where I'm going to finish. Uh, my, my goal was honestly that race was just to make it through the day. Um, I already had some headaches going into it, and I didn't feel 100%. And I haven't felt 100% until Ironman. I felt really good at Ironman um, just because the track suited my style a lot. Uh, unfortunately, I had a pretty bad get off the first moto, and then I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't feeling it, and I wasn't, I was just feeling hurt again. Um, so I wasn't, regardless uh, of the pain, I wasn't going to make a post. Um, I was going to fight through it just because I know if I was to make a post or something, then instantly nobody, I, I honestly feel like nobody would uh, would have chosen me or would have gone out of their way or anything like that. And since I'm a privateer trying to get a factory job, I'm just going to you know keep it under the radar, do what I got to do with, and try my hardest every weekend. I mean, I have like a lot of guys at Husqvarna and uh, the TLD team 
they were helping me out a lot with parts. Um, their mechanics helped me out a lot. Uh, I really appreciate everything they did for me. Um, I, my last Instagram post, I you know I tagged all the mechanics that did help me um, from those two teams. So it was hard not to make a post, but I just knew that I was my mentality was strong enough, and so um, we we're just gonna fight through it. There you go, man. This like fighting the bullet and uh, and just getting work done. Uh, that's a, a testament to uh, your your mental fortitude and uh, just physically being able to to overcome stuff like that. Uh, where do you cultivate uh, toughness like that? Like obviously all motocross racers are tough, and I think privateers are a whole different breed on top of that. But uh, that's some uh, some pretty uh, over the top um, just mental fortitude to be able to just put put your head down. Uh, get get the results that you can get, knowing that you're not firing all cylinders, and uh, and and basically uh, uh, just just salvage the what you can out of uh, uh, sort of limping down the stretch. Uh, I'm glad to hear you're starting to feel better because uh, head injuries not something you want to fox with, uh, whether you're with motocross or any other sport. Um, you got a full bill of health rolling into this quote unquote off season. Yeah, so um, like I told you uh, last. The last podcast show we did, um, I'm going to take this off-season off. I'm going to do some surfing. Um, we're going to go blasting a lot, actually. Um, we're just going to kind of have some fun. And then uh, my birthday's coming up uh, in the end of September. So after my birthday, uh, I'll head back down to Underground uh, at Quick Smother Ranch with uh, Kyle Regal and the crew, Zach Mashburn and the crew down there. And, nice. And we'll get to work. We'll start getting ready for the Supercross. But uh, until then, I'm just going to I'm based out at home right now. I uh, just drove back at home. I got here today and um, just kind of hanging out right now, spending some family time since I haven't got to do that. You know, family comes first and it's hard in this sport. You don't really get to see them that much. So, Hey, Big MX listeners. Thanks for listening to this episode. Check out these commercials, support our sponsors. We'll be right back to the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, Big MX listeners. Let's talk a little bit about Sick Wicks Candles. Sickwix is the small business that you may not have heard of so far, and that's why they're on the show right now. That's why we need to get you informed. Soy-based candles are phenomenal. They're not made with the same harmful chemicals that a paraffin wax candle are made from, and the scents are unbelievable. You need to check these out. The Morning Moto smells like coffee. The Privateer smells like beer, as it should. All these awesome candles, you got to check them out. They're motocross-dedicated and uh, they, they, they burn nice and clean. They got that wood wick that sounds awesome. It, it pops and crackles just like a real fire. And uh, it's going to make your garage smell better. It's going to make your living room smell better. And if you take them into the bedroom, don't tell me about it, but enjoy it. You're going to love these candles, and you can find them at sickwicks.com. Head there right now. Enjoy them, and you're going to love them. Absolutely. Check them out. Only recently have the health benefits of CBD products been acknowledged by the masses. CBD is every bit as powerful as it is misunderstood. In the past, we've known so little about a vital system that exists in every single one of us. Medterra CBD products promote wellness and overall improved health so that you can be your very best each day. A passionate and dedicated staff have developed an impressive lineup of CBD products which help as a sleep aid, an anti-inflammatory, and for pain relief. Why choose Medterra CBD? Medterra CBD products are of the highest quality, purity tests are done extremely frequently, 
and their responsive and dedicated customer care team will guide you through your CBD journey. For more information or to browse Medterra CBD's products, please visit www.medterracbd.com. Medterra CBD, our CBD, your health. Since 1979, Maxima USA has changed lubrication. Industry-leading products have equated to hundreds of championships wherever quality lubricants are needed. Maxima has built a reputation for great quality by earning lifelong customers one at a time. Customers who trust in the complete lineup of products from Maxima USA. From our flagship Castor 927 mixing oil to our famous SC1, and the full array of market-leading products. Maxima has what you need on the track and in the garage. Maxima racing oils are proudly made in the USA. For more information, visit www.maximausa.com. Big MX listeners, Supercross season is coming, and that means the return of the collective experience. Nobody brings you closer. Nobody gives you an exclusive experience where you are part of a privateer's racing program throughout the day. I'm talking pre-race strategy, filming practice sessions, talking about the racetrack, meeting the riders, getting cool swag, getting to hang out with guys like Dave Drakes, getting to hang out with guys like me at the track. It's an awesome program, and the money goes right back to the privateers. You're actually supporting their racing program, and you get a really cool experience. Check it out, Google. The Collective Experience... First thing that pops up, you can check out their intern program. You can check out all that fun stuff. You guys need to get on this program. Check it out. You can like Collective EX, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, the Collective XP is their uh, website, I believe. Check them out. The Collective Experience. Dave Drake's over there, great friend of mine, and he wants you guys to be part of this program. Check it out. Can't wait to see you there. The Collective Experience, a proud sponsor of the Big MX Radio podcast. What's up, Big MX Radio listeners? I can't thank you enough for listening to this episode of the Big MX Radio podcast. It means so much to me that you guys would take time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Hopefully you're entertained. Hopefully you guys find some information that you didn't already get from another podcast. And uh, if you guys have any requests whatsoever on content you'd like to see on the Big MX Radio podcast, please send me either a direct message on Instagram. If you're not already following, I hope you do. It's bradgebhart88 on Instagram. And you can also find me via email, bradgebhart88 at gmail.com. Hit me up in the DMs. And uh, thank you again for listening to these uh, really important commercials. Uh, We do our best to uh, plug our sponsors and hope that you guys support our sponsors like Medterra CBD as well as uh, Maxima Racing Oils and uh, Fly Racing is coming on soon and uh, really looking forward to that. So thanks again for listening to the Big MX Radio podcast. Garrett, Dale, all all my good friends that are listening, I really appreciate you guys uh, making the time to listen to the podcast and uh, thanks again and uh, let's get back to the show. That's awesome, man. Well, I definitely get that time in uh, and, and just dot the I's, cross the T's, get that R&R, get the body healing and, and feeling good. Um, like when it comes to uh, when, when it comes to just like hanging out like on the weekends, whatnot, when you're not uh, twisting the throttle and being one of the uh, maybe top 100 fastest AMA pro racers, uh, how, how is it you like to relax? We know, we've talked about the surfing side of things. Uh, what about music? What about uh, like like just sort of like complete R and R, just kicking back? 
Yeah, so I mean, like like you like you said, surfing. I mean, if it's not hanging out with my buddies, uh, it's gonna be surfing, and if it's not that, it's gonna be playing some golf. Uh, I probably music wise, I mean, I like I like all genres of music. Um, depends on the mood. Obviously, everybody's got different moods every day. So uh, I like the country a lot. Um, and then I think uh, during this off season, I'll go do a few private tier races. Uh, just so we can kind of have, you know, help the budget for next year because, you know, we're looking for sponsors. And so, you know, like anybody that's listening to this podcast or if you know anybody, you know, for next year, next season, I'll be doing it on my own as well, private tier. And um, we're definitely looking for sponsors right now trying to get the budget ready because um, it's going to be a long season again. And it's going to be hard because it's going to be going straight into outdoors as well. So, you know that's that's mainly what I'll be doing. Um, I own a small a uh, I own a small power washing company, Zucam Power Washing, uh, and I'll do that during the off weekends as well. So that's pretty much what I'll be doing this whole off season is you know hanging out, surfing, playing some golf, and uh, working and racing. How 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 good are you at golf? What what what's kind of, what's the handicap? Uh, what kind of player are you when you got on the links? Uh, honestly. So I'm not the best. It's new to me, <laughs> but it's relaxing. So I'm not. Okay. I'm not gonna. How about this? I'll shoot you a text, and you can make a post later. Yeah. Um. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say how good I am right now because you're probably gonna laugh. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, a duffer too, man. I, I I don't stripe it long and straight either. But uh, it is a relaxing game to sort of just uh, uh, take in nature a little bit. Uh, it can also be frustrating if you're not. Uh, uh, it's not coming together for you. But it, it, that's a cool outlet for you. Um, off season supercrosses or off season races in general. Guys like Eric Perinard are always looking for guys to uh, to do these money races that uh, they pay a little bit. They don't pay crazy, but uh, there is some show up money and stuff like that. Um, how experienced are you in stuff like that? If it's zero, how 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 available would you be uh, when it comes to doing some off season supercrosses, whether it be uh, uh, like Geneva Supercross or uh, Bercy or any of those uh, sort of like marquee events? I know uh, Germany has a supercross series as well as I think France does as well. Um, like, how mobile would you make yourself uh, if the money's right? Um, it's it'd be an experience for sure. It'd be something that'd be pretty cool to do. Um, you never know when you have those opportunities come by again in life or in this industry because this industry goes by really quick. You know, it's a small, small term. Uh, it's a small lived racing career. And so I probably would be, uh, I'd be down to do some uh, off season, you know, over the seas or just really super crash races uh, all over as long as, as long as everything is paid for just because the budget, you know, it's all about the budget. Um, it's not, not that I need a huge short money. I just, as long as everything's paid for, it'd be cool. Um, so I can get the experience, honestly. That's cool, man. Well, uh, I'm, I'm really pulling for you. I'm going to, uh, text Eric and see if he can get, uh, you can get on that radar to, uh, to do some serious racing over this off season. Of course, once you've got, uh, your, your head right and, uh, and the, the, a full bill of health. Um, what's the process of, uh, like, this is sort of a question that I had, uh, for you that I was thinking of, um, during the week here. Um, your motocross bikes, where do you get them? What do you have to do for, with them after the season's done? Like, how many bikes do you have of what? Do you, do you practice on a 450? Some guys, some privateers do. Some guys, privateers don't. Some guys have a, pr- a practice bike. Some guys don't. Uh, and some 
guys that like they they get the bikes at the beginning of the year and they 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 they're able to sell them. Sometimes they have to give them back to the dealership that sort of gives them the bike. What's your scenario? And, and what are some of the ways that privateers acquire a bike, whether it be for the season? Um, and, and like sort of like what's the process of uh, of getting rid of uh, bikes afterwards? And I'm sure you guys also have a pile of worn out parts to, to uh, that you need to get rid of as well. Yeah, so um, we uh, so we started off with, we bought bikes from uh, TJ Cycle down in Austin, Texas, and uh, we worked out a deal with them because I was doing pretty well in the and the uh, amateur scene right before I went to Super or right before I went to the outdoors. He worked out a deal. He got a hold of the main guy that he goes through, and we were able to work out a you know trading in deal as long as the bikes are fresh. Um, obviously, they're not going to be fresh after the whole outdoor season. Uh, but we try to keep them the freshest we can, you know, every weekend, tear them down a little bit, re-grease, re-bearings, stuff like that. Just take care of them, the normal maintenance. So I, I go through a dealer. Um, after a certain amount of hours, I just go and trade my bikes in and then pay a price and then get new ones. Um, or I have the option on selling them after the end of the season and then later on buying another one. Um which I do the trade-in just because it's a little bit easier on me. Uh, nobody, it's pretty hard to sell race bikes in this industry and get the money that's a motor, you know, because we spend so much money on the motor and then the suspension and then everything that comes with it, the parts, the aftermarket, everything. Okay. And, you know, I don't, I don't get all that for free. So it, it is hard to uh, get money back. Um, so I just do the trade-in. And then for a practice bike, I practice on a 350. Uh, the KTM makes a 350. Okay. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier on maintenance. That's a cheap mod, uh, right there. We don't have. Yeah, exactly. It's a cheap mod. Like <laughs> super easy on maintenance. Um, you don't have to spend no money on engine mods. You don't have to spend no money on the fuel. You can. I just run pump gas. Okay. Pump gas and keep keep motors. So we change the oil every day. Keep make sure the engine's clean and you just go from there. Fair enough. So, uh, and what about parts? Like, obviously, you've got a ton of great sponsors. Uh, like, basically, from from one end of the motorcycle to the other, you've you've got a ton of uh, leftover stuff from whether it be uh, like some like you. Thankfully, you're staying on the same uh, brand, but I'm sure at some point you've probably switched brands. At some point, um, what happens to all the leftover stuff that either is a little bit used that you can you can still kind of salvage, or stuff that's just junk? Like, you must go through tires. Like you probably you probably go through more sets of tires in a year than I go through air filters in a couple of years. Like you know what I mean? Like you guys don't go through a lot of stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, what's what's the the pro- process that goes along with that? Um, so tires uh, at the races. At the races, we uh, I always just give my tires away. Uh, we get new ones at the races, and after a race weekend. Those tires, the front tires are really good. I mean, Pirelli's has awesome tires. The front tires are still in good shape. Uh, the rear tires, normally, um, they start, like, we, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a lot harder in the clutch, but I have, like, a little bit more wheel spin, so I chew up my rear tires a little bit easier, and so at the races, I, I give my tires out and stuff. But um, at home, I get tires shipped to the house, and... I use them for practice, and then um, I, I honestly just run them until until it's pretty bad, like where you you don't need to run them more. Like I get every every little every lap out of a tire I can get, I get out of that lap. Fair enough. Fair so enough. 
That's and cool, then that's, that's honestly with all my parts, like with my suspension. Uh, REP has my suspension, Mark Johnson. Yep. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll have a fork cell leak. And and if, it's, if I get that fork cell leak on a Monday and I have to ride and, and I only got, like, you know, one or two sets of suspension, I'll ride that suspension with that fork cell leak and I'll just kind of, you know, maybe around it as long as I can until I have either a week off or some time to send the suspension off because, you know, shipping two days and it's too expensive overnight stuff. So shipping two days there, one day build two days back, it's a whole week. So, you know, with anything I got, uh, parts wise, we, we, we use it to the full potential and, um, that's how I am with gear and that's how I am with anything I got just cause, uh, Honestly, it could be gone, or I wouldn't be able to get it. Fair enough. So how, how often, like you mentioned, like, uh, say if you have to get some suspension set away, and if you don't have a backup set, or if the, the set that is, that you're, yeah, the other one that you have isn't properly set up, uh, how often does that turn into an entire week off the motorcycle? Like, say you send your stuff away on Monday, you're not going to see it back until probably the Monday of the following week. Um, how often does it work out that uh, you come home, from uh from a, a race weekend and uh like you're not even gonna have your practice bike uh on until uh the following week because of course you're part of the T, uh, tpj program uh those bikes uh it's not like you, they come home with you by any means that thing's on the truck stays that way yeah yeah so um what we've done and i don't know if you might have seen on my instagram story but i uh we had some of these little uh they're like these little crates that roll around Yep. And I've stacked my bike on it with no suspension and it looked like a little uh it looked like a little spaceship bike and uh just rolled it up on the trailer and then I just latched the uh, the bike down on the crate and and it went from Washougal all the way to Unadil like that and then I had that whole week off. So I shipped or actually had two weeks. That that bike had two weeks off because it had that whole week plus another week leading up to the next weekend. So I shipped that suspension off um I had somebody drop off the suspension for me on Monday after I flew home and I got it to California in two days and then he had plenty of time to build it and then we shipped it to uh, Underground or uh, Quicks and I trained on it for a couple of days just to make sure everything was good and broke it in and then shipped it to um, Unadilla. So. Fair enough. So, uh, um you you've been working at this for quite some time, man. Like getting getting towards the the professional uh, ranks, and you finally landed there this year and made. Uh, you turned a lot of heads this summer, and uh, I, I know you're working towards possibly getting uh, the number twenty nine. If if it's not an earned number, maybe it's even a a, a, a permanent number at some point. Uh, that's not currently chosen by anyone, by the way. For some, uh, if anyone's uh, kind of looking at who's got twenty nine right now, I think that's. Uh, uh, is that Benny Bloss? Bloss has got 29. Yes. He's not, he's, he, that's not a permanent number. He'll have to change that for next year. Um, what would that mean to you, uh, uh, be, to, to get that number? Would that be what you choose as a permanent number? And, uh, yeah, like what, what do you think needs to happen for you to be able to do that? Um, well, it's just a lot going on, uh, right now with the rookie season. And so like, like, uh, me and Ben LeMay have talked about mo- numerous times. You know, we're just going to make it through the outdoor season, have some fun, don't put too much pressure on the table, make it through Supercross, have some fun. And if I can make a full healthy season of outdoors and Supercross, then not only is that achievement itself, but then then um, 
now we have you know now we have a bar set on um you know i you know i might not i don't know all my results of every round off the top of my head but we have them all wrote down so now we have a bar set all we're doing is setting a bar and for supercross we're just going to do the same thing um you know i'm gonna take this off season off and then i'm gonna start training really hard for supercross and uh i think that like you said i turned a lot of heads in outdoors but i think i'm gonna turn a lot more heads in supercross just because i got the heart and the determination and and we're going to start early this year. Uh, we're going to start a little bit earlier than a lot of people. And I'm playing catch up because I'm a rookie. But I think we'll be I think we'll be ready. Um, actually, I know we'll be ready. And uh, and I got a lot of people that believe in me, and I believe in myself. So. Well, there you go, man. And uh, you, you're always looking fresh, rock walking into the track with your fraction, faction supply uh, head to toe, basically. Um, I know you guys uh, are, are always turning out cool stuff like that. How, how cool is it to have sponsors along those lines that always uh, have you looking fresh, feeling like uh, a factory rider, even though you are very much a privateer? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, I got a lot of people in my corner that they help me out tremendously, you know, Tori over at Faction. We uh, we have my own line. I don't know if you've seen my shirt. Go ahead. Uh, we have my own Z team. We have my own Z team collection shirt. Um, we're actually right now in the makings of making some tank tops. Uh, so we're about to do another run of tank tops, and then when the winter comes, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to make some windbreakers. And in all and all he's doing is you know he's helping me with my you know with private cheer allowance and stuff like that. Like help me go to the races and. And Sickwicks is doing the same thing, you know. Sickwicks helps me out making my own signature candles, and and he's about to do another run of a whole new signature, of a whole new line, and everything like that. And I just think it's awesome that I have a couple of these companies, you know. Lab, Lab King helps me out huge too, and I just have some of these companies that um they just believe in me so much, and and I appreciate everything they do, and it's awesome just to be family, and and even if you know. Um, Back in the day, I wore Faction probably four years ago, whenever he was a super small company, and 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 we were family then. And I made a switch over to a uh, clothing brand um, on the gas for a year, just because of the uh, the allowance, and and I needed some help with some financial stuff. And Tori always told me, you know, whenever you're ready to come back, you're still family, and you're always gonna be welcome back into you know into cool. the program and, and Faction. And and I'm stuck, and I'm not stuck, but I want to be there, and I'm there. For as long as I can, as long as he's got the company, we'll have his ETM signature. Cool, man. Well, that's awesome. Good to see that you got uh, good, uh, good sponsor relations, and you're cultivating those relationships to uh, create long-term uh, bonds. And like, like you said, a little bit of a family atmosphere when it comes to uh, sponsoring Zane Merritt. And if, you, if you're not already following Zane Merritt. 29 on Instagram. You need to go do so. The guy's a great follow. You're posting quite a bit uh, to. Uh, to interact with your fans you're, you're really quick to get back to people i notice as well you got over 70 comments on some of your pictures and stuff like that so that's really cool to see um what's the chance ability that we can get a uh, uh a pair of uh zane Merritt 291 jerseys sent out one selfishly from my own personal collection because i want one of your jerseys you can sign that one for me and then uh, we need to get one off to a lucky listener some way somehow um and uh maybe we can do a little bit of a, a contest on instagram for that yeah i just uh <clears throat> i just gotta give a little phone call over to max or dalton over at fly and um or even if you wanted to just have them ship one over just straight to you 
for the website, and then I that's can probably have for uh, me to sign for you. Also, uh, we just I just gotta get in contact with them. I know after the outdoor season, I'm right now I'm super low on jerseys. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, I don't even have that many jerseys to ride with right now, and and I already told Dalton the same thing. I said, hey, you know, I, don't, I as a as a writer, I don't really ask for a lot of uh, a lot of product. I just want what's needed, and then um, you know I'm not super picky. And so I told him I, I already told him I said, hey, I'm gonna need a couple extra uh, uh, just jerseys, you know, because I I'm super low, and I already gave out a lot of jerseys to some kids and and just people in general. And um, but yeah, we can definitely make it happen. I know I have a couple other sponsors that uh, ask for the same thing. Um, I think it's because it's my rookie year, and everybody. You know, I don't know how long I'll be number 291 for, so it, it, it is special right now. Uh, I grew up always being 29 or 929, so it's super special that I had 29 in my number. Um, but next year for Supercross, I don't think I don't think I'll have the 291. Hopefully, That's right. It's, it's cool. like a it's like a rookie it's like a rookie card. You know what I mean? Like if you ever like collect hockey cards or football cards, so it's like it's like that first jersey is like your rookie card. So that, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. No, for sure. And honestly, uh, honestly, I would like to, um, I would like to be two ninety one for Supercross, just so I could have it, you know, just so I could have it for my rookie, you know, for full season rookie. It'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to do that. Um, I like that. And yeah, and it'd be cool. So we'll we'll see where we'll see where it leads me. Um, it'd be cool to be a two digit number as a rookie. Uh, like I said earlier, not too many get that opportunity. So nope. we'll just see. Uh, we'll see where we're at. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, uh, I really appreciate the time. Uh, hopefully, uh, the next time we'll see you in uh, full race action as far as AMA stuff is considered is probably uh, either uh, East or West Supercross, uh, which we're excited to see for that. Like I said, if you're not already following Zaymerit29 on Instagram, you need to go ahead and do so, as well as support all the sponsors that support him. So continue to uh, – uh, they'll, they'll be right on uh, – Zane's program and continuing on. Zane, I know you got an impressive list of sponsors and people that help you out. Uh, it's probably a, a list so long you probably can't even remember them off all by heart. But uh, give give the uh, give you an opportunity now to give those guys as much uh, love as you can. Well, first off, I just want to give you a big shout out and thanks for thanks. Um, letting me back on the show again. It's super awesome to be on the show. Uh, you know, second time on here so far and you know i'm looking for um looking looking forward to more opportunities talking with you and and then eventually meeting you in person and we can do a uh we might be able to do a live podcast you yes. know what I mean? so um it'd be it'd be cool to uh to meet you up and then um yeah first off i just want to give a big shout out to lord jesus christ for always keeping me safe and and you know i trust in his uh trust in his ways and i know he's got a plan for me so Big shout out to him, uh, Jeff Quick, my dad, my grandma, all my friends and family back at home, uh, everybody that helps me down here. Um, Jeff Quick, QMR, Kyle Regal, Zach Mashburn, Dana Quick, Kelly, my personal trainer, <clears throat> Sean Weiser. He's super, um, super big in my. Um, he's super big in my support and in my corner. He's helped me out a lot throughout my career. Ever since I was a young kid, uh, I used to race with him and his son Austin Weiser. West Kane Mafia, um, <clears throat> Dan Truman, Lap Kings, Taylor Knight, Team Construction, Fly, TPJ, Pirelli, Scott, Faction, TJ Cycles, Humblebee, FMF, Tamer, Fuel, Mika Metals, REP Suspension, Bell, <clears throat> EVS, Asterix, DSC, uh, DSC Construction, Collision Media, 
risk racing, Colton at Passion Mex, and risk racing, and both, uh, and all the filmers that helped me out this year, I really appreciate everything they did too. Oh man, it's an impressive list, and it only gets longer as the weeks go on. Uh, can't wait to catch up with you a little bit during the off season. Maybe come in. Uh, maybe we'll do a couple of podcasts here and there just to sort of talk about some just general motocross things. People things that people things that people might not know a ton about, uh, whether it be uh, the privateer side of things. Like, I think you gave in some some really cool insight on how guys get bikes and how the, the sort of the uh, the ins and outs of a lot of things that really don't get talked about too much in the sport of motocross. But uh, I really appreciate the time. Uh, I encourage everyone who isn't already following you on social media to do so. You're a great follow. I really appreciate you uh, coming on tonight, my friend. But uh, um, don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.